Praise the Lord, everyone. This is Anne from Teacher's Den. How have we all been? I hope we've been doing good. I know that the hand of the Lord has been upon each and every one of us. But for as many as are going through tough times because of the situation at hand, I want to believe that the Lord is upholding you. I believe that the Lord is seeing you through. And I believe that he will keep you and protect you and give you the strength to go through these times in Jesus' name. So quickly, I am doing this today, or I am here today to encourage you and just give you a word that the Lord dropped in my heart while I was studying. And I pray that as you listen, that His Spirit will minister to your spirit and so that you can receive the revelation of this word. The Lord led led me to 2 Samuel, chapter 24. 2 Samuel, chapter 24. It was was a pretty amazing chapter because when I read it, the first thing I saw was, again, the anger of the Lord was aroused against Israel. And he moved David against them to say, go number Israel and Judah. In those days, it was a sin. It was wrong for the leaders, for the king, to take a census of the people that he had on earth, um, on the land. Pardon me. It was wrong for the leaders to take a census. But, you know, because the people of Israel, God's own children, had sinned against him, And you know, in those days, the children of Israel were in the habit of sinning against God. They were always going against his will. Kind of like how we are today, too. In every way, we have practically gone against God's will. We have done things that he has said we shouldn't do. And in fact, our governments are even going on to make it law. We do things that are contrary to God's word and then we are proud of what we're doing and then we expect that God is supposed to rise up in all things and fight for us. So it's likened to those days when the children of Israel offended God and then here we are today doing the same thing that the children of Israel did this generation were sinning against God. So according to verse 1, which was what struck me, again, the anger of the Lord was aroused against Israel. The anger of the Lord has been aroused against the world today. And in those days, what did God do? He made King David, who happens to be the government of that time, sin against him. Which can also be likened to what is going on now. The government is putting into law things that do not glorify God. Now we see today. We see today in government, 
where people are sitting and analyzing if abortion should be legal or not. And some people will say, hey, why not? Just make abortion legal and nobody will do it again. After all, that's what we've seen. Now we're also doing the same thing. Smoking weed is to be made legal. So that means now getting high is just... And some people will say, well, what's the difference? If alcohol is legal, why can't smoking weed be legal? Okay, I get you. I see from your point of view, but anything that distorts our thinking is not good for the body because once you are under the influence of something that is not the Holy Spirit, is sin against the one who created your body. And then again, we must remember that some of these things were created for good. And so if only they could just be used according to God's intention, then that will be fine. But legislation has been made against God's will. Now, men sleeping with men, women, dating and marrying women has been made legal. And we all know that for this same reason, Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. But we actually think that the word of the Lord has to change with time. But the Bible says that this God is the same God of yesterday, today, and forever. He doesn't change. And he holds strongly his word. He says his word will not go back to him void until it has accomplished the purpose for which it was sent. So why do we think that words that were written 2,000, 3,000 years ago will be changed simply because our desires have changed? Well... Before I deviate, I was just trying to create an insight, you know, trying to give you a scenario to see what's going on, to relate present day with those days. Now, God wanted to punish the children of Israel. And what did he do? He made the government sin against him. He made David do something wrong by taking a census. And even David knew that he, it was wrong, but he did it anyway. So when God wants to punish a nation, he makes the government sin against him. So we all individually in our private lives, majority of us have sinned against God in our own ways. Fathers have messed up by sleeping with their daughters. Uncles and aunties are sleeping with young children. Bosses are antagonizing employees. Everywhere is just chaos. 
And the Lord is looking down onto his children and he's asking, what is going on? Yet he tries to speak to us individually. Do not do this. This is wrong. Take heed of my commandments. As simple as the Ten Commandments are, it's hard to keep them. Do not steal, do not kill, do not lie. Don't take other people's property. Don't covet other people's property. Do not commit adultery, but these days is just normal to just slip with someone else's husband, to slip with someone else's wife. It's just normal now. And the Lord is looking onto us and saying, my children have turned their backs against me. We're abusing kids, innocent souls that God have created as the future of tomorrow. Now the Lord looked upon Israel. He, he's looking upon the world today and his anger has been aroused against the earth. And so I read further down and a prophet, prophet God came to see King David. And he said, King David, you know, you have sinned against God and the Lord is going to punish you for what you have done. So I need you to pick. The Lord is giving you three options. He said, are you going to take three years of farming? Three years of running away from your enemies? Or three days of plagues. And David thought about it. Three years of farming. That's a long time. To leave his people hungry. I can imagine that's what he thought though. And then he thought. Three years of running away from your enemies. That's the worst. Because all of David's lifetime. God had helped him never to lose a battle. So. Being at the mercy of his enemies was one terrible thing he couldn't think of. So he thought about, okay, let's do three days of plagues. And so he told prophet God, three days of plagues. So the Lord sent a plague upon Israel from the morning till the appointed time. From Dan to Beersheba, 70,000 men of the people died. And when the angel stretched out his hand over Jerusalem to destroy it, this was what caught my heart. The Lord said three days of plagues, and then the spirit of death, the spirit of destruction went out and began its work. And it said 70,000 men. That's excluding women and children. So I need you to begin to imagine how many people died in three days. 70,000 men died. Now just think about it. What's going on today? The coronavirus killing people. Hell has just opened its mouth wide, swallowing up God's children. 
And you know, the Lord is just looking down on us and giving us this encouragement though. You know, he's now he's reminding me, if the people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, I will forgive them if they turn from their evil ways. I may have paraphrased, but you could just check 1 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 19. So just, just imagine that at this time, we are supposed to be going on our knees and asking for mercy. Because even though man may have made this virus in, in, in the bid of trying to show us that they could be God, you know, this supremacy thing is real. Nation struggling for power. That's the essence of all of this that's going on. People just want to show one another that they are more powerful. I am stronger than you. My country has more resources than you. Just that supremacy thing. And then you just put God's children at the mercy of the enemy. But you know, in the midst of this, the Lord is saying this. Call upon me. Ask me for help. And I will deliver you. And I want to thank God because when my father studied it, just as he said, said, and when the angel stretched his hand over Jerusalem to destroy it. Now, this was after the third day. That spirit just kept enjoying, swallowing, or because God had given it a chance. He just went on swallowing and swallowing God's people. But after the third day, because the Lord said, that the plague is not going to go beyond three days. And then when the spirit of destruction wanted to keep destroying, probably on day four, this was what the Lord said. It is enough. Now restrain your hand. The Lord relented from the destruction and said to the angel who was destroying the people, it is enough. Now restrain your hand. The Lord's mercy is showing forth. It's going to pull us through this. Only the mercy of God. Now I'll advise you as you listen to this, that you, one, ask for mercy, and two, begin to rejoice because... The same way this coronavirus came is the same way it's going to go. We are actually going through this because the world, the earth, has sinned against God. And I pray that we all take this time to repent of our evil ways. Let us be transformed studying God's word so that we can be renewed. Let our hearts, let the thoughts of our hearts be renewed. As God's children, let our lives be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Now let's forget about where you've been. Let's forget about the wrongs that you've done. But let's come now and repent. Receive the mercy of the Father.
through his son Jesus Christ, who died on the cross, be baptized in water, be baptized in the spirit, and then work on your relationship with your father. This is just the word I have to give you today. This is the word that the Lord has put in my mouth for this season. At this time. And I also want you to remember that there will definitely be glory after COVID-19. There will be glory after this season. So for you to be a part of that glory, please turn to Jesus today. Turn to him fully. Let the Lord bring you out of the pit that you have buried yourself in. Nobody should blame God for whatever evil or whatever pains and problems, trials and challenges that they are facing right now. If things are so bad right now, I need you to realize that it's all about our choices. God doesn't bring evil upon people. He could give you a test. You could go through a season in your life. But he doesn't just bring evil on you for the fun of it. So please be encouraged. Draw near to the Lord so that he will draw near unto you. Abide in him so that he may abide in you. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If you open up for me, I will sup with you. So open your heart to Jesus today. Let him come in. So that the spirit of destruction will not take you and members of your household away. But that the peace of the Lord and the blood of Jesus our Lord and Savior that was shed on the cross of Calvary shall speak for us and this peace shall be upon us. Remember always that God loves you and if we can just be on the right side of God, if we can just do what the Lord says we should do. Let me show you something that the Lord has been has always been telling me lately. It's, it's in Psalm 16, verse 3. I'm just going to use it to show you something that he promises his children. I need you to take note of this. As for the saints, the saints, the saints are those who have chosen to walk with God, who have accepted Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and who walk with him and follow him diligently, just like Noah in the days of old walked with God, Enoch in the days of old walked with God. As for the saints who are on the earth, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. Now, if you are the delight of God, the plagues won't come upon you. The plagues won't come upon you. Now, even if it does, it will not take you because God's children will not be the casualty of the enemy. 
Now, some of us may look at you and say, you are holy, but God sees the heart and God judges according to what goes on in your heart. We humans only see the physical. We only see what you do, but God judges what the thoughts of our hearts. So be a saint. Be on the right side of God so that he will protect you and guard you jealously because only the grace of God and the blood of Jesus can pull us through these times. So this is my encouragement to you and for the world. You can invite other people to listen. You know, just share the link to others so that they can receive this word. Let everyone be encouraged. As long as you're on the right side of God, no evil shall come near your dwelling. I pray that every lying spirit trying to distract you from believing the words of God, I condemn them in the name of Jesus. I ask in the name of Jesus that that spirit be sent to the abyss where it belongs. You are sanctified, you are loved, you are protected by the power and the blood of Jesus Christ. Stay safe, everyone. Be blessed, be encouraged. Have a good day. This is Anne from Teacher's Den. Bye-bye.